Hey everyone, before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know about a really great credit card offer that's available right now. And it's for my favorite travel card, the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card. And this offer is about to come to an end. We don't have an official end date, but Chase has said that the offer will be ending soon. So if you want to grab it, now would be the time. But this card is typically um, offers a bonus of 60,000 points after you spend $4,000 in the first three months. And it is now elevated to 75,000 points. And we likely will not see an elevated bonus for this card for another year. Uh, historically, for the last few years, they have just raised the bonus at this time of year and only once. So I recommend this card. If you want to fly for free using miles and points, you cannot go wrong with this card. It works very well with my system. Chase works well with Southwest. It's, it's great value from Hyatt. And I personally saved uh, $6,000 using 87000 chase points this year for a hotel stay in Costa Rica. So it's a crazy amount of value that you can get out of these points um, if you understand how to use them properly. So anyway, I would love for you to consider using my affiliate link if you do apply for this card to help support the podcast and my small business. And you can do that by going to familiesflyfree.com slash chase sapphire preferred, all one word, no dashes, no spaces. So thanks for considering and enjoy today's episode. Do you wish you could make more fun vacation memories with your family every year? I'm Lynn Mettler, AKA go-to travel gal. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I help you learn to travel more by spending less and explain how easy it is for your entire family to fly free. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Families Fly Free podcast. Thanks for joining me this week. I wanted to share something personal before we get started um, because I have taken a couple week break from the podcast, so I apologize for that. But I wanted to let you know that I did lose my mother in the last couple of weeks, and so I took an intentional pause there from the podcast um, because I did know that the end was coming for her. And so I was blessed to be able to um, take some time off and be fully present with her over the last couple of weeks. So I just want to encourage those of you out there who work and who are in a situation like this that it's okay to stop for a minute to be with family at the most important times and you can always always come back so i am now back um, to doing what i love talking about travel and uh, this week is a topic that has been mulling around in my head um, for the last couple weeks and it's something it's a question i'm getting a lot from my family's fly free members too and that is how do you find deals especially deals on airfare when demand for travel is really high. So we are experiencing that right now um, as we kind of come down from the pandemic as um, cases of the virus have declined, many people are vaccinated um, and restrictions on wearing masks have been lifted, you know, in a lot of cases, not yet for travel, but, but in terms of 
reaching your destination, you know, you can now be out and about if you're vaccinated without a mask. And so I've been saying all through this, we were going to see the release of a huge pent up demand for travel. And indeed, we are seeing it and we are seeing it times about 100, I think. Um, so we're in this strange period right now where the airlines are trying to catch up because they had furloughed staff, they had set planes aside, um, pilots didn't get their training last year, um, you know, when everything was slowed down. And so they are essentially trying to play catch up while demand, you know, is exceeding their capacity. And so in general, that is creating higher prices. You know, during the pandemic, we had the opposite problem where there was low demand, but there was plenty of supply, um, plenty of flights you could take, um, et cetera. And so that caused prices to drop. So, and the same is the case um, if you are a family whose kids are in school, not homeschooled, but actually go to a school, you are restricted by school schedules. And so this is really the same problem I see there where everyone's out for spring break and so there's a high demand for travel and prices seem to be higher or everyone's out for winter break and traveling to see family and so that causes prices to go up because of the demand. So I wanted to talk today a little bit about how you find good deals when demand is high. So my family pretty much, uh, we've been doing this since 2015. And no matter what time of year it is, um, we are usually able to find somewhere interesting to go at a reasonable price. So I wanna tell you about how I approach this with my family and how it works for us. So first thing I wanna tell you is don't assume there are no deals out there because that is almost never the case. You just really have to look. Um, and so for example, one year, a couple years ago, I'm always checking to see, you know, what prices are from our home airport of Indianapolis or nearby airports, say like Chicago or Cincinnati. So I just am always looking for what's cheap, what's cheap. So um, I just happened to look to New York City because that's one of my favorite places to go um, over Thanksgiving. Now, who in the world would think that you'd be able to get a good deal over Thanksgiving weekend? I certainly did not. Um, and I was able to get an extremely cheap airfare for my family to go to New York City over Thanksgiving weekend. And we ended up um, at that time, we got to see the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and check that off our bucket list. We got to see the balloons being blown up the night before. And then we got to see New York City in all of its holiday splendor um, to really kind of get you in the holiday mood. Um, so that was an example of an unexpected deal that I wouldn't have found if I hadn't looked for it. So just don't assume blanket, um, you know, across everything that there just aren't deals out there. There are deals, you just have to go find them. Um, and I recommend <coughs> to people who want to fly free, of course, I teach you to fly free on Southwest Airlines, because I think that's the easiest airline for families to fly free, and you can fly the most places for the number of points that you have. And so with them, their points price changes when the cash price changes. So when there's a sale and the cash price drops, so do the points price. And they change from day to day. So I advise you at least to check fares at least every Tuesday. Tuesday is the day when fares tend to be at their lowest. 
Um, and, and, and make a list is we kind of have a list of all the places we would like to see and visit. Um, and so make a list and be checking prices to those destinations. So not only will this help you uncover if there's a good deal, you will start to learn over time what a good deal is from your home airport to those destinations so you can book that flight when you see it drop to that price. It's, it's very much like couponing where um, I always use Doritos as the example, but like I know that a good price for Doritos in my area is $1.99 because I've watched sales for many, many years and I know that's usually the lowest price that it drops to. So when I see Doritos at $1.99 at Walgreens, I should load up on Doritos if I regularly buy Doritos because that's the lowest price I'm gonna see it. And I should stock up for, you know, however long I need Doritos until the next sale. So it's similar with airfare. You wanna try to buy it when it's at its lowest price and you'll start to understand what that low price is if you compare prices every week. So um, another example of a good deal that we have found over time was um, Generally, we try not to go to a beach over spring break. Um, spring break is one of the times of year where we have the most difficult time deciding where to go uh, because we're stuck with the, we've been in a long Indiana winter and we really do want to go somewhere warm, but so does everyone else. So um, it's challenging to find a good deal somewhere warm. But one year we did find a crazy good deal to go to Grand Cayman. So um, it was something on the order of 5,000 points round trip from Fort Lauderdale to Grand Cayman. And then we just had to get ourselves to Fort Lauderdale and there wasn't a great deal there. So we ended up flying a discount airline, Allegiant I think it was, um, for very, very cheap to get us from Indy to Fort Lauderdale. And then we paid that cheap you know, 5,000 point round trip, it may have been less than that, um, price to get to Grand Cayman. And that was our first trip to the Caribbean and it was amazing. And it was over spring break. We got to go to the Caribbean and for the first time and circle and hang out at the beach. So again, just keep looking. That would be my first suggestion. Now, my second suggestion is go where everyone else isn't. Okay, and that's gonna vary by time of year and it's going to vary it's and it's different right now because of this situation that we're in so um for example going back to our spring break conundrum of where do we go we do always want to go somewhere warm to a beach um, and disney is always on our list too so we like to go to either disney world or disneyland um, every year one or the other uh, and we try to rotate them right so um, when we first started flying free uh, we really wanted to go to disney and so we, we went in the spring over spring break and we found way too busy right it's disney has gotten to where it's busy about any time of year um, but even more so over spring break and it seemed like everyone from indiana had headed down to disney that week so we decided, okay, maybe best not to do Disney over spring break, but maybe over fall break. So that's a shift that we have made. And it's still busy over fall break, but it's not as busy as it is over spring break. And so my family happens to love Halloween and fall. And so we really love how Disney, both Disneyland and Disney World do Halloween. And so this is a perfect time of year for us to go um, and do our Disney trip and then 
get in the Halloween mood and experience all of the extra special things and decor that they offer over Halloween. And as a side note, if you haven't been to Disneyland over Halloween, that should for sure be on your bucket list. That's one of our favorite things. They do an amazing job there with the decorations and they completely redo the Haunted Mansion as the Nightmare Before Christmas, completely redo it. And it is incredible, something to see for sure if you are a Disney fan. So that's an example of a shift that we have made. Now, in other spring breaks, we have opted not to go to the beach because again, everyone's going to the beach. So trying to get to Florida can often be very, very difficult over spring break. Um, and, and now we are seeing Hawaii is especially um, crazy at the moment. I don't know how it will be next spring break, but right now it's really, really, really busy. So um, we actually were able to do Hawaii over this past spring break, and it, we, were, we got there right before this giant uptick. So there were still restrictions in place where we had to produce a negative COVID test 72 hours before departing directly to Hawaii. So that was a little bit nerve wracking, and that kept some people from going to Hawaii, and that kept it from being so crowded. And we were able to score a really good kind of, you know, in the middle of the pandemic airfare deal um, for 10,000 points round trip per person, which works out to be only like $150 round trip from Chicago to Maui, which is insane. And I had always put Hawaii off because it was more points than I'm willing to pay for my family. I'm always looking for cheap destinations that are on our list um, that we can get to for the fewest possible points so we can take more trips with the points that we have. So I, my travel style is not to spend, you know, 80,000 points on for four of us to go to Hawaii. Um, I try to keep our points expenditure to that 10,000 or 7,500 points round trip even per person if I can. That's a little bit more challenging right now, but typically I'm able to do that. So with this crazy deal I got, I said, okay, this is, we're going to Hawaii now <laughs> because that's a good deal. And so we did. So we, um, we, we were able to go to Maui and, and do that over spring break. And it was busy, but it was not too busy by any stretch. Um, it was just about perfect. So we didn't have to wait in any lines or, um, anything like that. The resorts were not too crowded. We did still have to wear masks and stuff at that time. But to me, it, it was well worth it to get to Hawaii for 10,000 points and still be able to see and do everything that they offered there. So other spring break trips that we have taken that have not been to a beach, um, one year we went to Utah and we hiked um, Zion and Bryce Canyon National Parks. Now, um, again, most spring breaks, everyone's going to the beach. Not a lot of people used to think of going to national parks over spring break. So, um, so we found that a great, that was something we had always wanted to do. Uh, we found a great deal to fly to Las Vegas and drive into Utah. And that was one of my favorite things we've ever done because it was such a different landscape. And you can go back and listen to my podcast on Utah, but, but just seeing those red rocks and that completely different landscape when you're, when you live in the Midwest and you see a lot of cornfields and a lot of flatness or whatever was, was a really amazing experience for us. Just completely different, completely out of the ordinary. And it was quite warm at Zion, so we got our warm weather. 
um, Bryce Canyon actually when we arrived there in April it was snowing um, so it was a little chilly there the next day it, it warmed up maybe to um, 40s or 50s which actually was good hiking weather um, and so that was a great super memorable spring break and we did some of the Utah um, state parks around there too like um, Coral Pink Sand Dunes and we did sandboarding and um, Kodachrome Basin State Park um, while we were out there so and the Grand Staircase National Monument so um, another spring break um, we went to Palm Springs California so in talking about you know just having this list just open up a Google document or a Word document or something or even notes on your phone and make a list of places you'd be interested in going to so Palm Springs wasn't like number one on our list but we had always wanted to see that we're interested in mid-century modern architecture um, we wanted to see the palm desert we wanted to see joshua tree and so we couldn't find a good beach destination a good deal this particular spring break so we opted to go to the warmth it's plenty warm in palm springs and there's a lot of big resorts there with pools and everything and go hang out in palm springs for the week and we actually were able to score a better deal to fly into san diego which you may know is one of our favorite destinations so we spent like a couple days in San Diego. We rented a car. We drove to Palm Springs, which is a beautiful drive. Um, and then we spent several days in Palm Springs um, checking out that area. We did a bike tour of um, some of these neighborhoods with the big, you know, famous mid-century modern houses. We did, um, let's see, like a cable car ride up to um, a high point there. I forget what that was called. Um, we did some shopping at the different stores. Um, I'm not a big shopper, but we, we did love to see like the antiques and everything that they had there. So, um, and then there was the pool and everything for the kids to enjoy. We hiked Joshua Tree, which they really enjoyed. A lot of good rock climbing and everything there for kids or adventurous kids if you have them. who like to be active and moving and climbing and crawling and all that. So it was a very interesting, fun spring break again, and we checked another destination off our list that was of interest. So those are some ways that, you know, when you're planning around school schedules, just consider other places you'd like to visit um, and be checking those deals and see if you can find a good deal. The one of the other hardest times of year we find is um, over the winter holidays. And typically we, just do driving trips um, that during that time of the year but um, we have on a few occasions done trips to um, I think we did one to Marco Island one year and we may often sometimes rather than try to pay if we can't find any good deals and they are really hard to find that time of year um, if we can't find any good deals then we will postpone until like the um, Martin Luther King Jr. weekend in January or President's Day weekend in February and try to do a warm weather getaway if we can over one of those long weekends. Usually you can find better deals then than you can in December over the winter holidays. So that can be another option too. And maybe over the winter holidays, you do a driving trip to visit family or you go somewhere within driving distance of where you live. Um, so you don't have to pay any exorbitant airfare. Now, I wanna come back around and talk about um, this year in particular and finding travel deals because it does seem at the moment they're just really really hard to find so again let's think about this concept of um, going where everyone else isn't and where everyone is going right now is to the national parks and to beaches and 
we experienced this ourselves. So we originally had a trip planned in June to go to Jackson Hole, do Yellowstone, do um, Grand Teton, and then potentially drive up into Montana and do Glacier. And we ended up canceling that trip because um, my mom got sick, but um, I'm glad we didn't take it because we could see from the planning side of things that it was just insane in these places. It was very hard to find a hotel room. We could not get reservations for the going to the Sun Road. Um, and to me, it seemed like, um, what was the point of going up there? If we, you could go in after five, I think, in the evening, but that didn't leave you very much time to explore this big road. You could go in the east side of the park, um, but having never been there, I don't know if there's enough to justify a driving trip, you know, all the way up into Montana to not be able to see the whole park. Um, so that was disappointing. We literally, there were no car rentals, none, unless we wanted to pay $5,000 for a week, which we didn't. So we were considering things like having our own car shipped out there was much, much cheaper than paying for a $5,000 car rental. And this was a place where you really did need to have a car if you were going to go and explore these national parks. You can't Uber into Yellowstone, you know. Um, so in hindsight, I think it's good that we skipped that this year. I feel like this was just not the year to do national parks. We did go to Arches and Canyonlands in Utah last fall, and that was the perfect time to go. We went in, we had no problems. Um, only one day did we find a long line to get in Canyonlands. But this year we're hearing about Arches and Zion and they're turning people away and they have two hour long waits just to go on a hike, forget getting into the park. So that's not an enjoyable way to me to see a national park. You're going to a national park because you're trying to get out in mother nature, you're trying to get away from the crowds, you're trying to see beauty. And it's really hard to appreciate that when you're just swamped amongst a bunch of people all on the same trail. So I think um, as much as we want to support our national parks, let's give them a rest this year because there's plenty of other people going. Um, or find some, you know, more lesser known national parks that you could go and support rather than these big ones that everybody wants to do. Beaches um, are another hot spot right now again Hawaii is crazy um, though I did just check and back to this concept of don't assume there are no deals you can still get to Hawaii for about 119 per way from like direct from the west coast so like Los Angeles Long Beach San Diego they all had 119 flights from to Oahu or Maui which is not too bad um, really, now you have to factor in getting to those cities, too, from wherever you live. But um, it could be way worse. And I think we're seeing a lot of competition um, among airlines going to Hawaii. So I think that's why what's keeping those prices low. So that's something to look for, too, um, is competition among airlines. Or there's been some new airlines pop up. And when they do, the routes that they're adding, Southwest will match their low prices. Um, and these are the kinds of things we alert our families fly free members of too is um, when these prices drop or when there's some competition going on you might want to grab a fare as well as we do have some other 
tricks and hacks to help you save on airfare. I'm giving you kind of the high level of how to start and how to pick a destination. And then we have some other ways that may help you get um, a lower points price yet than what you're already seeing. Um, so beaches are really busy. Florida, um, if you wanna go to a beach, I would try to find a quieter one like St. Simons Island, Georgia, or maybe some of the beaches in Alabama. Um, we are going to be heading out to um, San Diego and the Los Angeles area here this week. So we will um, report back and let you know how busy those areas are. Um, so my inclination right now, if you want to find cheaper deals in general, is I feel like where people aren't going as much are big cities um, and internationally because there's still some hesitation there from the pandemic about being with more people. Um, and then internationally, we're still required to produce a negative COVID test before coming back into the country, which has always made me uneasy um, till now. But if you are vaccinated, I think you can feel a little more confident that you're probably going to test negative, And so it's not such a big deal. Uh, I just wouldn't want to end up testing positive and be out of the country. That makes me nervous. Um, but so I think those are two places to look. Um, I have seen a lot of deals to Europe right now. There are some, if you're paying out of pocket, there's some pretty good prices out there. Um, we show you how to fly free to Europe inside the membership using miles and points. And in fact, right now, there's an amazing way to just stock up on a ton of those points to fly to Europe and have yourself set for a couple of years of free trips to Europe, or even for two people, you could go business class to Europe a few times with, with the options that are out there now. So if you wanna learn more about that, I um, encourage you to join Families Fly Free. Um, and you can learn more about my membership at familiesflyfree.com slash join. But um, I've also heard regarding Europe, people who have been over there and saying there's no lines, like there's no lines at the Vatican museums, which um, you know, people have never seen who go to Italy a lot, um, that things are just, they're not busy like normal. So this could be a great time to go see some of those places with a rare time to see some of these places without crowds. Um, so I think international and I think big cities, you know, maybe New York, um, San Francisco, some of these places that were hit a little harder by the pandemic, um, you'd be helping them recover, you know, by being a tourist as well. And you get to see some of these great cities of the US. So that's my gut of where you're more likely to find good deals. And I feel like all this is gonna settle down here by the end of the year. Um, people are gonna do a lot of traveling this summer, um, maybe this fall, and then kind of have some of that out of their system and we'll get, and the airlines will have started to catch up some more as well with more planes with more staff, with um, their pilots have, having their training in so that they can have more pilots flying. And um, I think things will, pricing will start to settle down. We'll see. Um, that's my, my best estimate. So I hope that gives you some ideas um, it, and it helps encourage you that you can find good deals right now. You can find good deals when everyone's traveling. You just need to look, be creative, make your list of where you wanna go, check those places. You, on Southwest, you always, even once you've booked, particularly in points, you always want to check and see if the points price has dropped since you booked. 
and then you just rebook online um, and get your points back. So that's a way to always save even more on flights too if prices were to drop. So um, make your list, go check pricing and see what good deals you can find out there. And I will see you on next week's episode. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Family's Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com slash join. That's familiesflyfree.com slash join to learn more and get started flying free today.